from what's on to what matters. It's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. We know that one of the biggest industries that has been hit through COVID is the live entertainment and music industry. It has been just soul-destroying. And uh, I've spoken to my next guest many times regarding what's happening during the uh, the COVID situation. But uh, Music Charity Support Act, in conjunction with the Centre for Social Impact, Swinburne, have unveiled the finding of their first ever mental health and well-being in music and live performing arts. Just over 1,300 people, which uh, when you think about the normal national surveys that we do, is normally around 1,100 people is, is the news polls and the Guardian polls. So it is a sizable number of people who work professionally in the music and live performing arts industry. And they took part in the survey in March and April. The results are a stark wake-up call a big wake-up call for the sector and also for those of us who love live music and obviously here at Newcastle Live we are very much supportive of uh, what's going on in the live music scene. Joining me on the line now is the CEO of Support Act. Once again, thanks very much for joining me, Clive Miller. Good morning, Tracy. Now this is quite confronting. Were you expecting the results that have come out of this? Oh, look, I'd have to say that uh, we weren't surprised, but uh, I guess the reason that it's always uh, important to do surveys and to undertake research is so that we can provide the data and share it and, and, and really just um, remind people just uh, exactly what's going on uh, in, in this instance um, in the music and live uh, performing arts area when it comes to people's mental health and well-being. And as you say, uh, the results are sobering, to say mm. the least. They really are. And, and Clive, what grabbed my attention most particularly was the number that is above the national average. You know, we've got uh, the proportion of people reporting a current mental health condition was 35% of, of those uh, surveyed or 1.7 times higher than the general population. Um, you know, we've got people that are having current anxiety conditions. They have depression, both of which are twice the general population. What's the plan? Where do we go to from here to protect and look after our live music industry? Well, look, there's um, a number of things that uh, I think we need to do. And, um, you know, making sure that people in music and uh, the live performing arts have access to support services that are actually specific to our sector is uh, really important. And so uh, Support Act likes to think that it's been making a pretty significant contribution uh, to that over the last couple of years through access to our wellbeing and psychological services and our education and training programs and uh, programs that uh, we're developing for uh, First Nations music workers and uh, other uh, sort of sector development work that we do, including uh, the very first uh, mental health uh, uh, in, uh, music uh, mental health conference uh, for the music industry, which uh, we held uh, a little earlier uh, this week. But I think fundamentally, uh, what we uh, really need to look at is how we can create a future where uh, in the music industry where mental health and well-being are at the center of everything that we do so it's very much about ensuring that there is psychologically uh, that there is psychological safety uh, in the workplace that people feel safe uh, 
Um, we know that people, that financial insecurity um, is such a big trigger when it comes to people's uh, anxiety and depression. So making sure that people uh, are paid properly uh, is important. But having that really safe um, working environment um, uh, is, is probably the other uh, critical component. Not surprisingly, Clive, the uh, the pandemic obviously featured prominently in those results, with over 47% losing their job. Now, I don't know of any other industry that was hit like that. Well, absolutely. We always said that people who work in uh, music and the live performing arts were uh, at the forefront of um uh, you know the impacts of the, that pandemic when it came to uh, you know pe- you know people losing their jobs, losing their income, uh, losing their livelihoods. So uh, it's certainly not surprising uh, to see that statistic. But uh, clearly, I guess as we look to the future, uh, we need to make sure that uh, you know that people are getting back into work, that they're getting pa- getting back into um, uh, safe and secure work and uh, that, uh, you know, they can look forward to a future where, you know, they can be creative. The music industry is a $16 billion a year industry. The contribution it makes to our um, our economy and our culture is uh, is just significant. So, you know, we want to make sure that people are, uh, are able to do that, able to perform at their best and to do that Uh, They really need to be uh, mentally uh, healthy Mm. as well. Clive, obviously we had a change in government uh, over the weekend. The previous government and uh, the Victorian government have both been incredibly supportive, and the New South Wales government, incredibly supportive for Support Act. Do you think that uh, the change in government, that this will continue to be a focus, that uh, we do still need help, we still have, have significant industries that are still coming out of this pandemic? Are you hopeful that the incoming government will continue to support Support Act? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, this uh, report, I think, just makes the case that uh, it's absolutely critical that governments continue uh, to support Support Act uh, and the work that we're doing to support the mental health and well-being of uh, people in the music industry and uh, the live performing arts industry. So, um, you know, we, we, uh, we've, we've we think we've got the data, we've got the evidence, and uh, we're certainly confident that uh, uh, you know, government, uh, the new government uh, will respond positively and uh, help us to continue the important work that we're doing. Now, it wasn't all doom and gloom. Um, on the very positive note, and this really is, it shows a, a bucking of the trend of, of what we do as, as most normal Australians, but 69% of the respondents said that they had sought help for their mental, uh, to support their mental health and their well-being, that's incredible. Look, I mean, that was really encouraging and uh, I think that shows how things have changed in the last couple of years. I think that um, that uh, in the music industry, but I, I would say in society generally, uh, people are a lot more comfortable now talking about their mental health and uh, I think they're also... Um, uh, more comfortable in seeking help. Uh, so that was reflected in those figures. We were delighted to see the number of people that had access to Support Act mm-hmm. services as well, whether that's our crisis relief program where our social workers not only provide crisis, crisis support, but um, financial support rather, but um, uh, counselling and emotional support as well. But uh, our wellbeing helpline, 
uh, was uh, uh, was uh, you know is is uh, is uh, a really uh, just critical service now for people to be able to call and speak to a counsellor, whether it's about a mentally, uh, whether it's about a mental health condition specifically, so whether it's about anxiety or depression, or whether it's about a mental health related issue. So mm-hmm. it could be people uh, calling about career concerns. That's actually uh, one of the main reasons that uh, people uh, call to speak to a counsellor, that they might be t- uh, ringing to talk about their loneliness, um, their relationship issues uh, or uh, many other things besides. So just the fact that uh, people are now comfortable to reach out, seek professional help, they might be going to their GP to get a mental health plan, uh, I think is uh, really, really uh, encouraging and uh, we need to help ensure that that continues. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned earlier feeling safe at work. Now, uh, only 15% said that they felt safe at work all of the time. Clive, I was really stunned that uh, that in 2022 that there are people who uh, still feel that they're unsafe at work. But in particular, you know, that, that 28% said that they were exposed to bullying. 15% said that they were exposed to unwanted sexual attention. 14 racism and 32% ageism. Wow. Yeah, well, look, it's, it's, it's shocking, isn't it? Mm. Um, and, you know, that, that sort of comes back to this old, whole idea that people just need to be aware of their responsibility um, to sort of create a safe working environment where, you know, people uh, are not exposed uh, to that kind of um, discomfort. So, um, you know, I think, I think the fact that those percentages are still as high as they are is uh, a great cause con- for concern. If we dig a little deeper into the figures, we can, we can see that there, you know, sometimes though, you know, that harassment and bullying is coming from, uh, you know, people in power within the workplace. Uh, in other instances, um, it's coming from peers. And uh, shockingly, uh, also for a lot of artists, and particularly First Nations artists, it's coming from the general public. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of work still to do uh, before, you know, I think people can feel uh, totally uh, psychologically as well as physically safe in their workplace. And that's, that's just uh, really critical. It really is. When do you expect to do uh, the next survey? Are you, are you planning to do these annually now or what's the plan going forward? Uh, look, we'll certainly be, uh, uh, whether it's annually or biannually, we haven't quite decided, but uh, I think this is something that, uh, you know, we want to cl- keep a very uh, close eye on and be able to continue to measure the impact of the work that we're doing, the services that we're providing. And Support Act just really sees, uh, I guess, this post-COVID recovery period as a bit of an opportunity to create some sustainable culture and behaviour change Mm. uh, within the industry. There is a heightened awareness now, I think, of these issues. There's, there's, uh, I think, a strong mood within the industry uh, to really see things change. And uh, I think with the current awareness, with uh, this latest survey and the evidence that we have here, it gives us a really good foundation to move forward. So that's what we'll be doing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I, you know, I'd say maybe in a year or two, uh, we'll, we'll look to do a follow-up survey and hopefully we'll start to really see that needle move and uh, start to see uh, 
things improved when it comes to uh, mental health and well-being in the music and live performing arts industry. God, I hope so. Look, thank you so much to Support Act and to Swinburne for doing uh, doing this survey and to, for bringing it to light because it is very important, as we said at the outset, you know, uh, the live entertainment industry, the music industry, you know, they were at the forefront of, uh, of everything that got cut of our lives, how our lives changed, and uh, we really do need to protect them. And it is, uh, it's so great to know that Support Act is there. Thanks so much for your time. Once again, Clive, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Tracy, and thank you for and your station for all your support of Australian music. It's just incredible. Thank really appreciated. Not a problem. We'll chat soon. Bye-bye. Bye. That is uh, Clive Miller, who is the CEO of uh, Support Act. And uh, if you are in the entertainment industry and that has, uh, has caused you any concerns or you do have any concerns, if you contact their wellbeing helpline, it is 1-800-959-500. That wellbeing helpline, once again, is 1-800-959-500. That is manned 24-7 by Support Act. And uh, please... Most of you have been reaching out and uh, and looking for support. Just continue to do that as we uh, as we come out of this pandemic, and as we try to make the live music and the entertainment industry far more sustainable and secure for those who work in it. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines. What it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.